0: To where one donor started with ten thousand dollars a year ago, and you know, just recently made a six-figure pledge over the next three years, and and I attribute that to the framework and the mindset you helped me with, Kevin.
1: Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey everybody, welcome back to the One Visit Away podcast. Super excited for this week's guest. We have Dan Bailey back on the podcast, one of the first guests on the show and my very first client. Here to share with you some, you know, updated stories and just talk some about what it's been like working with me. As you've probably heard by now, my course, Major Gift Millions, is launching June 6th. You do not want to miss this date because for June 6th, 7th, and 8th, the course is going to sell for $1,000. It'll normally sell for $1,500. It's going to be on sale for $1,000 for these three days and these three days only, you will never be able to purchase the course again at this price. And so if you're interested and you want to know more, the next step is to register Register for the webinar I'm doing um, May 26th, 10.30 a.m. Central Time. I'll leave a link to register for the webinar in the description of this podcast episode. And it's totally free to register. Super easy process. Click on the link, get registered. I'll be there telling you all about the course, everything you need to know, what it's what's gonna be in there, what you can expect to gain out of it, and open it up for Q&A. And look, the, one of the main things I'll tell you about what I hope to provide in this course and what I hope to provide with all my clients is, yes, I know a lot of things that lead to success in major gifts, but almost more importantly than that is I value what can I get you to do? How can I help you change your behavior So you start actually doing this stuff because information that's not applied is totally worthless. I believe that so strongly that if you purchase the course within 30 days, if for whatever reason you want your money back, just ask for it and I'll give you a full refund. So you got nothing to lose here, but go check out that webinar, May 26th, Um, click the link in the description of this episode. And so I hope you enjoy this great conversation with Dan Bailey, the founder and president of Youth Equipped to Succeed. Well, welcome back to the One Visit Away podcast, Dan. Thanks for being here.
0: Great to be here, Kevin. Good to see you.
1: Likewise. So this is this is uh pretty neat because as I just mentioned, you're now the second person who is back for round two on the podcast. And uh yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to see <laughs> what you've got to share today because it's been it's been a while. I think you were yeah you were definitely like first ten guests or something.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. And I I'll tell you what I have loved listening to your podcast since then, and um, I I didn't know was part of something quite as big as this, Kevin. This thing has really grown, so it's been fun to watch you grow and. Some of the people that you've had on uh, have, I mean, I've been blown away by some of the content, some of the uh, ideas and thought leaders you've had on. So yeah, it's been a great journey.
1: Yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. So as as you know, I'm coming out with my course, Major Gift Millions, in about a month now. Uh, I've completed all of the filming, and uh, now I'm just trying to do a, a push to let people know that this is something they should seriously consider purchasing. And so I wanted to bring you on for two reasons like I've done with listeners. We'll see several of my clients are coming on to talk about just what their experience has been like working with me. And then also, like always, share a couple stories of visits or wins they've had recently. So, yeah, I guess if you just want to start out with, you know, yeah just a little update on what it's kind of been like working with me that could hopefully give some insight to people on you know what they might find valuable in this course
0: yeah no that' that'd be great and I think yeah, I think you and I've been working together over three years now, and um, <clears throat> I would say I've been thinking a lot about this recently, you know for me me Kevin, and by the way, our nonprofit just turned twenty years uh, old youth equipped to succeed. So um, it was interesting. I think the first 16, 17 years, I was, you know, we were growing okay and, you know, incremental growth and some, you know, adding people here and doing events and monthly donors. It was, it was clipping along okay. And then when you and I met, you started to talk to me about my mindset. And when I think about, Youth equipped to succeed. When I think about what kind of organization that we are, here, here's what you really did for me. I mean, there are several things you've done, but the mindset that you helped me adapt, which which was basically, I adapted from this somewhat. Hey, people will give a thousand dollars, twenty five hundred to Dan until you. This is your quote. Until you. See youth equipped to succeed as the kind of nonprofit people will make a six-figure gift, a seven-figure gift. You will be the glass ceiling on your nonprofit, and you know that was kind of harsh. Uh, (laughs) 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 But but sometimes it can be harsh, and I uh, I stepped away from that one of our first meetings, uh, really thinking about that, and I said. Ouch! Uh, but that is true. It really was true, and, and I—it started me on a journey of looking at our organization differently, looking at our donors differently, and then you helped me develop a mindset as well as a framework to start meeting not only with existing donors, which that's where I started, but even new donors and start bringing to them that bigger vision, giving, inviting them into an opportunity to be part of something much bigger than themselves. And it was fascinating because I had people that had been supporting us for, I don't know, since the beginning, maybe $50 a month or $1,000. And because of that shift, those same people now are making $10,000 gifts. Twenty thousand dollar gifts. We we've brought on that's existing donors, and then we've brought on new donors. I've been able to meet with people of of high wealth through referrals to where one donor started with ten thousand dollars a year ago, and you know just recently made a six figure pledge over the next three years, and and I attribute that to the framework and the mindset you helped me with,
1: Kevin. Hmm. That's amazing. Well, I think one of the things it it brings up for me is uh, (laughs) I'm realizing more and more how blessed, lucky, or maybe just incredibly skilled I am at picking clients because uh, what you were describing of, you know, some of my, my harsh truth, bringing uh, bring it up very early and directly is, uh, I've realized recently, not everyone likes that. And, uh, <laughs> and sometimes it kind of shuts things down. But what I've realized with my most successful clients is that they're, they're people who can hear things like that and separate themselves from the, you know, it's, it's not an accusation or something, but it's very easy to take it in that way. And so, what I've noticed of people that that do really well is uh, sometimes I do say things very uh, intensely, directly. But the people who were able to go, "Oh, yeah, like that," that is probably true, and then start making some changes is where things really take off. Because at the end of the day, it's it's about behavior change and and doing things differently that that leads to significant you know, gifts come in.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, we've all heard the famous line, the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And what you did for me was to say, to kind of do this chiropractic shift in the way I think to make me do things differently, to, to make me the priority of the day is setting up Visits. The priority is getting in front of people. The priority is thinking long game. Uh, the idea of how do I serve my major donors? Um, so yeah, that that whole shift uh, was significant for me, and it is producing fruit and results like I nev- literally never have dreamed of. Kevin,
1: one of the things <clears throat> when I was when I was making the the course you know i went through the course on making courses which we laughed about a few times but one one of the things uh one of the tasks was to you know come up with the name of the course and then the the tagline and so the name of the course is major gift millions but then the tagline is uh close big gifts crush your goals love your job and i added in that love your job part because i think a lot of people struggle with like Especially people that are full time in fundraising and major gifts, you can't run from the "I have to go out and raise money." It's easier to run from that when you're an executive director because you can you can legitimately handle other really important problems. But the reason I bring all that up is how has you know going through uh, you know our our work together over the past three years, how's that kind of changed your enjoyment level? of working with your benefactors. And, and like, obviously, you always enjoyed being around these people. But in terms of like, having conversations about giving, how has that kind of shifted things?
0: Yeah. And, you know, before I answer that, you know, part of my background was in corporate sales and marketing. And I did that for 22 years with two Fortune 500 companies. So I had a background in relationship selling, I had a background in closing million dollar transactions, that type of thing. Um, What you helped me with was connecting in a unique way with the major donors. And and this is where I saw a lot of joy coming out for me, because as I met with, again, existing as well as new, I've developed this mindset of saying, There's no pressure on me. There's no pressure on them. I want to serve them. I want to meet with them. I want to listen. I want to ask them questions that maybe no one's ever asked them. And then I want to listen. And the framework of everything I do is how can I serve them? Every donor, when you've met one major donor, you've met one major donor, right? They're all wired different. They all have different passions. So I, the idea of curiosity, of letting curiosity drive my questions, drive my interactions, because I do want to get to know them. I really do, and I want to serve them, and I think that comes across. And and uh, so for me, it has created a real enjoyment factor uh, as I've developed these relationships, as I've kind of invited people in to be part of what we do. And the other thing that's happened is I've had to lean on my team. Uh, We have, you know, we have a leadership team of eight people. We have 31 people on staff and I have had to step out of a lot of the day to day you're referencing. So I've had to make that conscious decision and make meeting with major donors the priority. Hmm.
1: That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I think you've prepared a couple of stories to share to share today. If you could just take it away and let us know what's what's going on.
0: Um. Yeah, a couple stories. Uh. Yeah, quite a few crossed my mind. I think Kevin, the one I would love to share with you, this actually came uh, through a referral, and and what's interesting, the gentleman who referred me. To this major donor, it probably gives $50 a month. There's real irony there, but he made an introduction. And when I met with the potential donor, just a younger guy, we have this great connection. He has young kids. We talked about what we do, and um, just I shared some, you know, part of my story, and there's, the other thing I've learned is just how to share more of my story and kind of my why and some of the vulnerability of um you know my childhood and why I do what I do. But there was like this connection, and so he made a gift, and then we met again. I thanked him for that. And as we talked, and this was really you helping me, was I wanted to talk to him about dream about how he could be a big part of this and learn about where he made other major gifts. And as we talked about that, I said, you know, we have some really exciting projects and some things going on and what you've shared with me, I think there may be some areas that may line up with what you have passion for. And I'd love to reschedule a meeting maybe with you and, your wife, to uh, talk about a a meaningful gift. And he said, Dan, I'd love that. Let's get it set up. And anyway, one thing led to another. And about four weeks later, we met the three of us and I asked him for a gift over six figures uh, over three years. And, um, you know, they both were like, all right, that's pretty significant. Let us pray about it. Let us talk about it. And I circled back two weeks later because you always told me, make sure you set a time when you're going to circle back. And so we had a time set. And when I did, um, much to my shock and delight, they said yes. And uh, I have never been through an experience quite like that. Um, and I've, I mean, this guy, I just have fallen in love with him. I mean, he's got a passion for what we do, he's engaged. But I don't think I would have um, known to do that, Kevin, six years ago. Uh, I think you have shown me how to uh, go on that relationship journey where you really are listening and serving the major donor. And the fruit of that has just been uh, incredible. Yeah, that's
1: tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, And and. (laughs) I, I love that story. I remember when you called me, you know, the the afternoon that it happened and uh we just got a, a moment <laughs> like, to celebrate oh together. And, and you know, it it's yeah. funny. I think it's uh I think I realized this especially when even when I was working at my day job doing major gifts when you and I first started working together, um I I started realizing that like getting those types of calls from you hearing about the wins you were having was becoming even more exciting to me than the wins I was having, you know, <laughs> and and it's, it's just, it's just so much fun hearing about those kind of, you know, just being able to celebrate with people. So that was, that was an awesome experience.
0: So, all right. So I'm going to take this off course for a little bit here. I'm going to surprise you with this one, Kevin. So probably a lot of your listeners don't know this, but uh, they know this about you, but not about me. I'm in my mid-60s. When you came to me, you were in your mid-20s, wet behind the ears, and you're like, hey, I think I could help you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm... And I'm, I'm like, well, say that again. You, you, you're, you're, how old are you again? How long you been doing this? So I still laugh about that. And uh, I guess you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, I'm I'm the old dog. You taught some new tricks. But um, but that's what I've really enjoyed about our relationship, Kevin. Is you know, we're, none of us are too old to start learning. And uh, you have. Just leaned in, you've challenged me, and uh, it's just really been fun. Um, I love your heart. I love your energy. I love your passion for multiplying this gift you have and saying, How can I equip other people? How can I invite not just major donors in, but people that are in development? How can I invite them into this fun I'm having and this success and the joy? And, and I see your passion and your drive is really at the heart of who you are. I mean, you want to further, you know, charity work, missions work, nonprofit work. I mean, you really do. I mean, this is uh, you're like, how can I take this gift I have and use it for good in a lot of people's lives? And so uh, for me, that's just been a really fun element of our relationship and uh, watching you grow watching you know people learn and multiply and all that goes with that so uh, yeah so it's uh yep i'm in my mid-60s and you're in your
1: 20s and i'm the student (laughs) i will soon not be in my 20s and then i'll be i'll be an old old 30 year old about to happen just a few months but so i'm going to take a moment to embarrass you Uh, If And I hope you'll allow me to play this for our listeners because it's important. Um, And I got a point here, but I want to illustrate to people two things, the type of person that Dan is and how that relates to fundraising success. So one of my – so I actually remember, I think it was the first time it was on my radar that I might be able to assist you with major gifts was probably a year before we even had the conversation. So this was like four or five years ago, but I remember we were at an event. Um, We were both there. um, An event essentially with like a foundation that gives out grants to organizations like ours. And the event was winding down and everybody's just doing the normal chit chat thing. And I notice, you know, there were like a few of us hanging around, just still talking. And then the the cleanup essentially was happening at the event. And I remember of all the people there, there was Dan Bailey wearing his suit and tie, uh, folding up some tables, taking down stuff, you know, in no way, uh, you know, working for this organization, but just doing doing something to serve. And that like, I don't know, you you interact with people so many times on a daily basis, but that is one of those memories that just has stuck with me for all these years. Not because it was some one-off thing, but that's because that's who you are always looking to help others. How can I serve others? Your character is of incredible importance when it comes to raising money, because your donors are watching you. And the way you treat them, the way you treat others, the way you treat the server that's bringing you lunch or coffee when you're meeting with them, that sticks with people. And so, you know, we talk about tactics, we talk about the best approaches. But at the end of the day, like, focus on being a good, caring person. And that's going to serve you
0: Wow. Well, thank you, Kevin. I, uh, yeah, you've never shared that with me before. Um, I actually don't even remember that particular event. I mean, I've never seen you, but I don't remember rolling tables per se, but, um, but yeah, um, thank you. And I, I, I would echo that. I think, um, I, I can, we all can do that, right? I mean, we, I used to play a lot of golf with customers and you'd learn people's character out on the golf course and kind of who they were. And, um, I think we all do that. We're all looking for what makes that person tick or who are they? What are they about? What, what's really driving them? Um, but yeah, that's very kind of you to say.
1: Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Last thing, Dan, on that fateful day, many years ago, when I came into your office and I was like, I think I can help you. And I, I asked you to be my first customer. uh, You, you know, you were like, yeah, we're, th- this seems, this seems right. And then, you know, within the next 24 hours, you were asking me for a discount. And I was like, no. <laughs> and you moved forward anyway. So for, for our listeners who are wondering, should they, should they make this investment in this course? Was it, uh, are you glad you moved forward? Was it a a good ROI for the organization?
0: Um, yeah, Kevin, I re- I remember that day, and I remember 24 hours, and I remember our conversation, and <clears throat> and it was fascinating because you said, Dan, I don't know exactly how to explain this, but I'm I really believe I'm worth that much, and I'm going to stay with what I put on the table. And I hope in six months we can look up and you go, that was a great investment. And Kevin, you were right. You were right. And I have not regretted that decision. Uh, the the fruit, the multiplication, the growth I've had was exponential, exponential. And what I love about you is you're, you're thinking about me during the week. I mean, you're it's not just when we talk, you're like, hey, you know, I've been thinking a lot about our last discussion. And have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And that's what I love about you is you have a heart to serve and you have a heart to serve me. Um, It's not a transaction. So it is a relationship. And I never once from that fateful day, I've not once had a moment of regret. So thank you for being bold and making that bold ask of me to be your first client. <laughs>
1: well, thank you for saying yes and uh, making it a, a good case study of, uh, of <laughs> otherwise it could have shut me down forever. So <laughs> seriously, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Really appreciate it and uh, look forward to getting you back on in another 12 months.
0: I love it. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate your Thanks, friend.
1: Thanks, Dan. That was Dan Bailey with Youth Equipped to Succeed. found this episode valuable, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And if you're interested in learning more about matri Gift Millions, uh, register for the webinar on May 26th at 10.30 a.m. Central Time. As always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from someone going from giving $10,000 to over $100,000 over the next three years.